you guys, you know what I really hate? Living in New York. You know why? Because New York sucks. Okay, so why does New York suck? Well, everything about New York sucks, of course. But the main thing that I hate about living in New York is that people act like it's not horrible living in New York. People, I mean, people know that it's horrible living in New York, but people don't know to what extent. Like, in New York, you're always being told that you need to go to school. Always. Even if you guys agree, for trades, if you have, um, like, more education than most people, they still say, go to school. Because no matter how much school you go to, you probably will still be broke. So, they're just going to be like, go to school, go to school, as, like, a busy assignment. Because... And then, like, they don't acknowledge that not everybody can even do that because everybody can't even handle going to school. Like, school is hard. Um, and they're like, oh, well. And sometimes there'll be people who have less education than you who will tell you to go to school because you look young. I remember one lady at my last job, and this is especially the case since I work in healthcare. Um, this lady was like, go to school and I'm like I already went to school and I'm a done going to school um, until I'm ready and I'm you know I'm 30 years old and she's like that's young like now I would say like that's that's grown enough to know what I want to do like I would have like a better rebuttal now but I just didn't say anything because I don't really want to argue with people at work but the whole go to school thing people always telling you to go to school People also are always telling you that you need to um, work more hours. So me, I work 60 hours a week, and I always have people telling me to just work more. Um, my roommate's always asking me why I work so much, but she's the one, well, she's really like subleasing her uh, room to me. Um, but she'll ask me like, why do I work so much? It's like, because uh, you charge like, a lot of money for this room that I can't even lock my own door and the amount of rent that I pay for this room I could get an apartment in Louisiana for this amount but I can't move to Louisiana right now because I'm getting uh, two certifications and I'm in the middle of a lawsuit over another room that I rented another issue is subleasing subleasing should not be legal but in New York and in the city of Chicago, it is legal. And they want to have universal rent control, but they also want to keep subleasing. Now, the last place that I rented ended up being rent control. I didn't know that at first. Um, but he wasn't charging me rent control prices. He was charging me uh, market value prices. That's why I don't believe in subleasing, because the person who should be renting out rooms should be the owner of the room or the owner of the apartment not the person who's just renting himself why are you renting out someone else's property it makes no sense and then when you have all these government subsidies do you think these people who are subleasing follow any of these rules no and you the person renting out the room you're kind of like screwed because you don't have any rights and the politicians they don't really care about that another thing is housing connect like if you go to housing connect Housing Connect is pretty uh, awful because on Housing Connect, they usually, for the most
most part. It's supposed to be affordable housing, but it's it's basically the the apartments have market value pricing, but it's affordable if you make like sixty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. So that's usually the price range that they want. Sixty to one hundred thousand dollars, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. Excuse me. And in most places, when they talk about affordable housing, they're talking about lower income housing, not really like people making $150,000 a year, which is more than the average person in America even makes. Um, but our tax dollars have to go towards like housing people who make $120,000 a year, right? Like <coughs> lawyers and doctors and stuff. They can get affordable housing. But for like lower income people, there's really not much affordable housing unless you want to live in like a homeless shelter or something. Um, also, it's really hard to evict people in New York, which makes it hard to rent out a place. They usually want everything like your tax returns, your credit report, your pay stubs, uh, two to six months of your bank statements, your bank statements for all your accounts and um maybe even a letter of recommendation because they it's so hard to to move out it's so hard to evict people so they make it hard to rent and because of that um because of the covid restrictions that are that we have in new york which are unnecessary because you don't have these restrictions when you're paying taxes or when you're going to the doctor, but they have these COVID restrictions where you can't even go into a realtor's uh, building. So like Housing Connect contacted me, right? And they wanted six months of my um, bank statements. They wanted my credit report. They wanted, they wanted like 10 different things. They had a huge long list. And they told me that I had to email it all to them. And I wasn't comfortable emailing it, but I had to. So I emailed it. And then they didn't accept me, but, um, like the email, th they didn't give me long to reply. It was only like a week. And then they just denied me right away. Um, they weren't really that helpful, but, um, in New York, they rush you with getting a place. Like it's always a rush and it's really hard to get a place because of the amount of paperwork that you have to submit because of how hard it is to evict people. But it's very easy to um, to rent a room if you're subleasing because people who are subleasing don't have any legal rights. I mean, you do, but it takes like six months to go to court because the courts only have 30% capacity because of COVID restrictions. And when you're giving out your information to realtors, you, most of them want you to email it rather than giving it to them in person. Some of them have a web, official websites. I, I would rather just use an official website, but Housing Connect, which is government, they don't have an official website. Unless those people were just scamming me. I had to call TransUnion to get alerts on my um, credit because of that. I don't know if I was getting scammed or if that was a legitimate person um but i have to just give my information via email rather than giving it in person but when i gave my when i filed my taxes i gave that in person so how is it so much more dangerous to give 
your personal information to a realtor than it is to an accountant when you're filing your taxes. You just hand them the paperwork. You can even stand outside, hand them the paperwork, let them make copies, let them give it back. Why do you have to give everything through email? Email is not safe. What if you email the wrong person by accident? Like, and then if, if you do get scammed to, to go to court, it's a big hassle. It takes a long time, so a lot of paperwork. And then on top of that, it's only 30% capacity, so it takes like six months. Um. So yeah, housing in New York is a big issue. I contacted like a lot a lot of politicians about it but none of them really replied I mean one did and she said basically they disregarded it I went to college with someone who works for a public advocate I wrote him on Facebook a few times he didn't reply um, but he did post something about how it's a security issue to have cameras recording people's faces which I thought that was such a conspiracy theory because who cares if a camera is recording your face? There's cameras everywhere. There's cameras on the street. There's cameras in uh, the buildings. All the buildings have cameras. There's cameras everywhere. So what is the big deal about there being cameras that record your face when we live in a world where everywhere you go, there's cameras? But he cares about that. Um, but he doesn't care about housing. You know, the Democrats don't care about housing. In California, um, they have a housing crisis. In New York, there's a housing crisis. But in states like Texas, there's no housing crisis. So if you live in a place where there's a lot of Democrats, more than likely there's a lot of homelessness. Because Democrats don't think that housing is important. Only for people who have money, only they need housing. <coughs> like people who make 100 thousand dollars a year they need government subsidized housing but people who make let's say twenty thousand dollars a year they can just be homeless and so long as trump isn't president that's fine um because they only care about trump that's their biggest issue in life is trump um i don't know what their biggest issue is going to be now but i guess cameras recording your face because cameras can record your face from a distance but not from up close apparently that's an issue and also what other issues do they care about um they want everyone to get fourteen hundred dollars uh for what do you call it for uh the government stimulus check instead of the two thousand dollars they said they wanted everyone to have originally so the democrats don't really make a lot of sense but new york is a very democratic state so it's a lot of hypocr hypocrisy. It's a lot of uh, nonsense. It's not. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. The things that they care about. Um, they don't prioritize things that most people would prioritize. They're very, very, very crazy, and that's the thing that's scary. Like when you live in a democratic state, you're surrounded by crazy people. It's different when you live in more of a swing state cause like, or a red state. Because like in Texas, they don't give a lot of government subsidies, but they have a lot of jobs and they have affordable housing. Um, they have a less of a prison population, but if you commit a crime, you actually go to prison for it. In New York, they don't like people going to prison for crimes. 
they don't believe in bail um they don't like uh the police they don't like they don't like the country being safe. They like the country to be dangerous and for people to be homeless and for people to be on the street and for people to not be able to defend themselves. Another issue with New York, aside from everything, is that you don't have the right to bear arms. Legally, you're supposed to, but in New York, you don't. So one example would be a woman who, she had a dog it was like one of those dogs that people have when they have mental health issues or some type of health issue. I forget what those things are called. Like, where you can take them on the plane with you. I'll probably remember the name of it eventually. But, yeah, she had one of those dogs. And there were these, she was a black woman. Brown skin, natural hair, phenotypically black. She had her, her dog. And these two white Hispanic women were touching on her dog and she didn't like that because that's not how that's supposed to even work like the women were in the wrong so she left out of the bus and took her dog with her of course one of the women got mad and decided to follow her chase her grab her so the woman who was being attacked by these two racist Latinx women defended herself with a knife. And she sliced the terror, I would say she seemed like a terrorist to me. Well, this woman who was attacking her out of racism and jealousy, she, she defended herself by slicing her in the face. And in New York, she was, this black woman was arrested for self-defense even though she was touched and her dog was touched and in New York that makes sense but if you were in Florida or Texas or some other better state you have the right to defend yourself and you have the right to defend your property or Georgia you know a, a decent state but in New York it's like how dare you defend yourself you're supposed to just let people attack you and beat you up so they arrested her and she lost her dog that she needs for medical reasons. And those dogs are really hard to get. And she probably lost her job or whatever else she had. You know, once you get a criminal record, it's hard to even get government assistance. And nobody even helped her. They acted like she was in the wrong because she sliced this woman. But what was she supposed to do when there was two people attacking her? But then this one woman who got mauled by three men recently, because that story I told you about was years ago. The one guy tried to bite her eye out. Um, one of the men was arrested, but he's attacked so many different women. He's robbed people. He's hit people. He, if he asks you a question, he'll hit you. He beat up his girlfriend, everything. And he was arrested, not even for trying to bite her eye out, but for attacking other women. And the two other people who attacked her were not even arrested. So she didn't have a weapon. So she just got scars all over her face and all over her body from being, um, they tried to eat her, I guess, because they bit her, almost bit her eye out. So I guess they tried to eat her eyeball. I don't know. But they were acting like zombies and werewolves. And it's totally fine 
and she didn't get arrested because she didn't use a weapon but if she would use a weapon she probably would be in jail but if she would use a weapon her eyeball wouldn't have got almost bitten out so there's that so innocent people cannot have the right to bear arms in new york unless you're like a cop or armed security other than that it's really hard to get a weapon and even if you do have a weapon legally if you use it you're very likely to get arrested for using it however we have some of the highest shootings it's highest number of shootings murders there's a lot of homicide because when you make all those laws to restrict people from getting guns they quote-unquote common sense laws they only make it harder for law-abiding citizens to get guns and the proof is in the pudding because if you look at Chicago or New York where they have very difficult gun laws the murder homicide rate is super high but if you look at other states where yes they might have mass shootings um, overall throughout the years their homicide rate is very low because if people have access to guns whether it be legally or illegally and you have a lot of crazy people on the street those crazy people are gonna get those guns whether it's legal or illegal because they want to get the guns but on but the Democrats the left they don't believe in that they don't believe in common sense they only believe in um, nonsense so they they don't want to hear that every time there's a mass shooting they say see we need gun laws but they ignore mass shootings that happen every single day in urban areas because the gun laws are already there and they're not helping so they're just going to ignore it they know that their gun laws don't help anybody but they just won't mention gun laws when there are already gun laws that aren't working but they will mention gun laws when there are not as many restrictions even though they know that's not going to help anyway because think about it if someone is a mass murderer if someone is a mass murderer and their goal is to kill a bunch of people for no good reason do you really think they care about the law first of all them killing people is against the law that's number one so if you change the law they're already criminals so they are not gonna care it's not even gonna make it harder for them to get a gun all they have to do is go and find someone that will sell them a gun. So the easiest way to do that for a lot of people would just be to surround themselves with criminals, gangbangers, people who sell other illegal substances. And if you're around that kind of crowd, you can find other, the illegal weapons that you want because these are illegal people. So that's what most people do when they want to or illegal people I mean criminals so when people want to commit crimes they can go about it by doing it the easy way or the hard way but if they don't care about the law they're not gonna care about the law so how are you gonna end lawlessness by starting more by creating more laws these people are committing crimes because they don't care about the law the only people who are affected by the law are law-abiding citizens but when you talk like that in New York, people don't want to hear it because it makes too much sense and it doesn't go with their group think. 
so also another issue in new york is that people are not friendly but the reason why is because there's so many crazy people in new york it isn't really smart to even be friendly but because people are not friendly it makes it even harder to live in new york so it's like a catch-22 it's like you might want to be friendly but then again you're in new york so you don't want to be friendly because you might be being friendly with somebody who's crazy so um and also a lot of people are stressed out all the time so a lot of people are just not friendly in new york so new york is a very very horrible place to live um also the weather is very bad and um it's cold a lot of the time also public transportation it used to be 24 hours but the governor because he's so amazing and perfect he decided the best way to tackle covid which he still has some of the highest numbers in the country no matter what he's done because none of what he's done is even working but he decided that he wants to do things the democratic way which is to make everybody's life harder by closing down the subway at uh like 1 a.m which just makes it harder for people who work overnight and during the evenings to get home. Which most people don't even ride the subway late at night. The subway is never crowded late at night. That's the thing that's so annoying about the stupid governor that we have in New York, which is Governor Cuomo. Why are you going to close the subway at night? When the subway is not even crowded at night. I've traveled at night on the weekends for years when I was in my early 20s because I would go to nightclubs and I would usually be the only person or maybe one or three other people would be on the track and then it would just be empty and there'd be people cleaning. You can still have people cleaning. In fact, most of the people who clean start cleaning at around midnight because they want to be done cleaning early. So they don't even start cleaning when the subway is closed. They're cleaning when the subway is still open because if you've ever had a job, you know, you want to get to work, finish doing what you want to do. That way, you can have like an hour or two to sit around on your phone playing Candy Crush, texting, or doing whatever else it is that you want to do. So, people go and they finish their work early. So, instead of closing the subway at night, what he could and should be doing is keeping the subway open 24 hours. That way, people who want to go to work or people who just want to travel can travel because the time when the subway is crowded is during rush hour and there's nothing that you can do about that because the reason it's crowded is because people are coming from work. The subway is usually never crowded because people are coming from socializing. Why? Because if you're socializing, you're probably drinking, you're probably eating, you're probably uh, maybe playing sports or doing something that exerts a lot of energy or doing something that's energy draining. So people usually call cabs, they drive, they have someone to drive them. People drive more when they're socializing. I cannot tell you how many times I've taken a cab. Usually I take a cab or an Uber or whatever, a rideshare service, but I'll just call them a cab. I take a cab because I am usually either one or two things are happening. Either I'm running late for an appointment or I'm running late to work, either or, but that's usually rare. 
But when I was younger, the main reason why I call a cab is because I was socializing. So I would call a cab because I was drunk from coming from the club and I didn't want to be on the subway. Or I would call a cab because it was really late and I didn't want to get on the subway because there's a lot of crazy people on the subway late at night. And I'm tired and I know I won't be as alert. I'll call a cab because I'm getting home late. Most people, especially women, don't want to be on the subway late at night anyway because of how many perverts are on the subway late at night a lot of guys will flash you they will masturbate and in front of you on the subway they do all sorts of things to themselves so that you can see them on the subway um that's happened to me twice where guys were masturbating um, one guy I actually knew from college and I reported it to the police and the police didn't even look into it. And I reported it right when it happened because I, I ran into a cop. I said I was having trouble talking because I was so in shock and the police officer was like, okay, we'll look into it, whatever. And then I saw the guy like two days later and he was from, he was grocery shopping. The police didn't do anything. They didn't even ask me for my information, no nothing. And I ran home from the subway. Because in New York, they don't care about that. Because that's something that happens every day. That's another issue with New York. Um, in New York, because of these issues, a lot of women and a lot of guys will grope you. That's happened to me multiple times. And that's happened to every woman I know who's used the subway. But in New York, that's just normal. Now, the amount of sexual assault, like I just said, that happens on the subway is so common, happens so often, that a lot of women don't like to use the subway late at night. So, the people who use the subway, they're usually people going or coming from work. And yes, there are people who are going and coming from socializing, yes, but that is not the bulk of the people that are on the subway. Rush hour is never the hours that people are coming from the club. The club would always close at 4 a.m. usually, 2 to 4, but usually 4. I have gotten, gotten on a train from 2 to 4 a.m. so many times, and it's never crowded. Never. I've never seen the subway crowded at 5.30 or 4 in the morning or 5 a.m. I've never seen the subway crowded. And that's the time when people are getting home from socializing. So why that in the world would you close the subway what is the point of that you're just making it harder there were so many times when I was coming from work when I would want to talk to my co-workers you know relieve a little stress talk to my co-workers you know enjoy my life a little bit just maybe have a 20 minute or an hour long conversation before I have to go on the subway instead I have to run to the subway after work because I don't want to miss my train because I have to take two trains and if I miss the second train then I'm gonna have to take a cab and it'll be like a 30 or 40 dollar cab so I had to run home from work how is that saving my life from COVID when I work in healthcare with people who have COVID and so do my coworkers? It's not going to make a difference in my life if, and I've never caught COVID either. So it's not going to make a difference in my life if, uh, if I talk to my coworkers for 10 to 20 minutes, but it does make a difference in my life if you keep close the subway because you're causing me so much extra discomfort for no good reason. But they don't care about that. They don't, in New York, politicians don't care about uh, stressing people out, causing people discomfort, 
ruining people's finances because I did lose my job during COVID, like a lot of people. But I had so I had to go back into healthcare, which is a field that I hate. I don't like working in healthcare, but I have to do it because that's the job security, and I want to make money. That's another thing. When you work in like healthcare or education or anything, like people always want you to work because you love your job. But I work for money because I need money to pay my rent. And the rent is high here in New York because of the high property taxes, because of how hard it is to evict people, and because people like New York for whatever reason. Don't ask me why people like New York because I don't know, but people like it here for whatever reason. If you want to come live here, live here for like a year and then get your stuff and get out of here because this place is hell and it's not a good place to live. If you do like it here, then you can stay and good luck to you. Whatever it is you like about this place, good luck. I, I wouldn't advise anybody to move here. Yeah, they had a lot of restaurants. Like most of them are takeout now. Yeah, they had Broadway. I've been to, I don't even know, maybe a hundred different like Broadway and off-Broadway shows throughout my life. My aunt used to give me free tickets all the time as a kid. And I paid for some as an adult and I went to quite a lot in college. So I used to have a whole drawer full of like the booklets they give you at the Broadway shows. I threw them all away. I really wish I kept them because I had like, I think I probably went to a hundred different shows. Um, and I don't even remember like most of them because I was so young when I went, but I definitely enjoyed myself like going to Broadway shows. So I get why people would want to go to a Broadway show, but it's not worth it. Like you can just come and, and visit or you can just watch it on your phone or whatever. Um, what else do people like? Like the clubs, the clubs are not really that good in New York. I wouldn't advise people to come here for clubs. Like, they like it for hooking up because people mind their own business in New York. So, you can, like, hook up with people. Unless you're subleasing and your roommate slash landlord is on your business, then you can't really hook up with people. Because most people who sublease, they don't care about their tenants' rights or anything. But if you have your own lease, then, yeah, you can. If you have your own lease, you still have to worry about roommates unless you have your own apartment. And if you can afford your own apartment and you can have as much company as you want without roommates, then yeah, you probably would like uh, living like a sex in the city lifestyle in New York, but I don't know how many people really like that. Like, you know, remember Carrie Bradshaw used to write like a column for the newspaper and she was like this rich woman living in Manhattan off of a newspaper column? Obviously, I don't even think anybody makes money off of newspaper columns anymore, but like, Basically, in today's world, she would have been, like, a social media influencer or, like, a social media blogger or something. Like, she probably would have had, like, a celebrity gossip channel on YouTube um, and then had enough money for her own apartment in, in Manhattan. And I, I was looking into an apartment in Manhattan, um, but I don't like it. Like, I was offered an apartment, like, and I would have roommates, but I would have my own bathroom. But I hate Manhattan, so I just declined because I'm like, no thanks. I don't really want to live in Manhattan because Manhattan sucks. It's dirty. Um, it's just awful. Like, what is there to even like about Manhattan? I don't like Manhattan, so I didn't really want to live there. I want to live in Queens or Brooklyn, but I don't live in any of those places now. I for me, right now, what I'm doing is 
I'm just trying to get my certifications. I'm trying to finish my law school lawsuit, work, save, and move out of New York. And when I move out, I, I used to say like when I move out, I'm never gonna come back. But I don't know if that's true. I mean, I'm as much as I hate it here. I'm born and raised here, so I'm kind of used to it. It's kind of like when you're when you've been in prison for a long time. It's like you don't really like it, but you're so used to it that you you kind of like are comfortable with it in a way. Cause I'm always saying how much I hate New York, but I mean New York is kind of like my home or whatever. So I have a weird relationship with with New York City. Um, I did live in New York, Westchester, upstate New York, and I worked in Long Island. So I, I've been all over New York, the whole state, and um, the whole state is awful. I wouldn't recommend that anyone live in any part of New York State, but I, I've lived all over, and for me, I think I liked upstate New York the best. That's why I would like to move to the south. The only thing I didn't like about upstate New York was that it was cold. But I did like the more rural atmosphere. It's a little bit better. Like, it's a lot nicer to be in a more rural area than in a city for me at this point. Because I don't go out and party anymore. And I don't really care about going out, like, in general. But I do like the fact that in a more rural area, people make small talk with each other. Because in New York, people don't make small talk with each other. Um, some people will, like if they know you. But if you just want to make small talk with some random person, people, they ignore you. Like I saw someone at the bank yesterday, right? He was like talking to a woman in line. He was an older man, so she wasn't completely dismissive. But she was just like looking, like she didn't turn away, but she wasn't facing him either. And he was just like talking about, oh, the worst places I hate going are the banks and the hospital, blase, blase. And she's just looking, like he's looking at her and she's looking forward, like ahead, like away from him. Um, and she's not saying anything. She's not nodding, no nothing. But in other parts of the country, people make small talk all the time. I see it all the time. And in New York, people just don't. Like, New York culture is so rude and um, degenerate and sexually perverse and uh, lacks common sense. In New York, it's all about immigrants, 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 but they don't care about native New Yorkers. Um, I remember when I was in high school, there was a guy who asked me, well, where does your family come from? And I told him that my dad's side of the family came from the South. And then she, he asked me, well, what about your mom's side of the family? I said, they come from New York. He's like, but where, but where? And I'm like, they're from New York. And then he like mocked me. He was like, oh, her family's been in New York forever. And like rolled his eyes. But it's like, my family's been in New York on my mom's side since at least the 1920s. Like my mom's family is New Yorkers. They even had slavery in New York. Like, there are a lot of people whose families have been in New York for hundreds of years, especially black people. Everybody's not an immigrant. Like, my family's been in this country for 400 years. We did not just get here last week. But when you say that, it's like people look at you like you are just so dumb and crazy because most people from New York are not from New York. And I hate that. I know with Joe Biden, they're going to let in a lot more immigrants, so that same 
ignorant mentality is going to spread all throughout the country, but in New York is already here. So, like, I remember when I was in high school, I used to say, oh, uh, I like American food. And dumb, idiotic, stupid immigrant dummies would say, what's that? They've been in America their whole life and don't even know what American food is. They're so dumb and stupid and horrible that's how they talk and it's like immigrant american food is food that is a part of american culture like have you never heard of southern food you've never heard of it you're just gonna sit here and act like the food that they eat in japan is the exact same as the food they eat in louisiana texas and south carolina you're not gonna act like there's any type of difference Oh, but they make American food everywhere. So they make cornbread, collard greens, fried chicken, and black eyed peas everywhere. I mean, I get that that kind of food can be popular in places like Turkey, but so what? We make it here. That's our cuisine. And to be honest, American food is African American food. Most of the real American dishes were invented by African American women. But we don't even get any credit. But you can say Jamaican food and, and black people have been living in America and Jamaica for the same amount of time. They're not native to Jamaica either. We're all native Africans, if we're being honest. And most black Americans are mixed race anyway, around 80 to 90% West African, but usually 10 to 20% European. So, and we are mixed with many different tribes. So we are American. We are a mixture of everything that makes up America or made it up years ago when this country was founded. And people want to sit here and act like there's no such thing as American food just because they're stupid New Yorkers. But do you think they say stuff like that in Alabama? I don't think so. It's so stupid. Like, New Yorkers are some of the dumbest people in the world. So dumb. Like, I hate New York so much all the time. Like, New Yorkers are so 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 dumb they're always so fixated on covid and covid restrictions they're so stupid they don't even know that in places like mississippi they don't even have as many covid restrictions they don't even know that in places like sweden they've never had major covid restrictions in china where the whole thing started they don't have as many restrictions in new zealand they've lifted all of their restrictions and do they have a cure for this disease in any of those countries no they have access to the same vaccine and treatment that we have but they're choosing to go about things differently so there's not a oh you have to stay home and isolate yourself forever and ever that's how they're doing things in the uk that is not how they're doing things in sweden and which country has better numbers as far as survival in fact everyone is managing pretty much okay in both places but it's about how you choose to handle it. And yeah, in Canada, they've shut down their airports and they've shut down their economy and they're basically living under a totalitarian government. And that's what works for them. But that's not how it is everywhere. But you can't tell that to a New Yorker because most New Yorkers, even though they're all immigrants, they're so damn ignorant about everything that's going on outside of New York which makes absolutely no sense. You're not even from here, but this is all you know. Just stupid. Like, these are the dumbest people in the world. I probably should leave and never look back, but I'll be here for at, at least another year or two because I've also got to help out another relative 
it's like a lot of crap that I have to deal with just, just because I'm a lower income person. Even though I work so many hours, even though I, I work in healthcare, um, I wasn't even offered health insurance. I had Medicaid, but I wasn't offered like health insurance for my job. Um, even though I work with people at COVID, but now they're not getting rid of Medicaid. So no matter how much you make, which is good, it's less to worry about. Um, but yeah. I will say that overall, I think New York is a horrible state. I don't think that people should live here. Um, but I know that everyone has their own opinion. This is my opinion. I'm not trying to sway anyone's opinion. I really don't care if other people like New York. If other people like New York, then that's on them. Everybody can like what they want to like. Some people like doing drugs. So some people like crystal meth. So I'm not going to tell people that they can't like New York, but overall i think most sane people would rather live someplace else than here but if you're stuck here like me then i totally understand um and yeah that's it